Wellnesspreneurs, are you ready to stop side hustling and start making an income doing what you love? It's time to pull up a seat and align your third eye on the prize. Each week, we will have conversations with successful creatives in wellness, business, marketing, and more to uncover practical methods to take you from A to B. My name is Jessica Cross, and I am so excited to link arms with you and get started. Let's dive in. Hey guys, it's Jess and welcome back to another episode of Third Eye on the Prize. I cannot wait to share with you this amazing episode and chat that I had with Erica Gregory. Erica is a mom, a coach, and the founder of Scout Creative Agency. She, in 2018, just after the birth of her second child, decided to quit her full-time job and launch her own business. She had previously worked in digital marketing for seven years, doing everything from video production to social media management and blog writing. She also built her business with a baby on her lap, a toddler running around at her feet. And in 2021, she started teaching other women how to build their businesses, regardless of their time constraints and their family situations. You're going to love her. There's so many wonderful gold nuggets that she shares from everything from social media to quitting your full-time job and everything in between. I know that you're going to love her. I had so much fun chatting with her. Let's take a listen. Hey, Erica. Hi. It's so good to be here with you. I'm so excited for this. I've been like thinking about this for a few days now, like, oh my gosh, what am I going to say? Like, am I going to sound okay? But I'm really excited. I I can't wait to jump in all of this stuff because I could talk about all of this all day. So yay. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm same. I've been very much looking forward to chatting with you and I'm just so inspired by the wonderful things that you're bringing into this world and your energy. So thanks so much for taking the time. It means a lot. Uh, I'm hoping that we can start a bit about your background and kind of how all of all those lovely things brought you to where you are today. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's such a roundabout story, which is something that I like want people to know. This isn't something that like happened overnight. Um, and I have like, I was one of those people who like did not know what I wanted to do. I went to, I chose my college actually. I chose the college I attended because they were gonna let me walk onto their soccer team. Like what I was studying and what I was like, what I was gonna do afterward had no, it did not cross my mind whatsoever. Um, and it's funny because I ended up going through this really bad breakup in, in college and I ended up transferring back to another school. It wasn't even like soccer wasn't even a thing anymore. Like it, so it's such a mess. But anyway, I ended up getting my degree in communication and I moved um, out of state to help my uncle, who is an entrepreneur, start a business. And I was like the only employee. I was like 22 years old. I had millions of questions, but I was kind of just like thrown to the wolves and like had to figure things out. And as much as that was like such a stressful time in my life, I credit it to like this whole idea of I have, I'm a problem solver. Um, and I can, I, if Google, if there's a Google uh, keyword box in front of me or whatever, I can look it up and figure it out. And I really truly believe that. Um, but so then I went and I met my now husband, we traveled a bit and I went, ended up going to Indiana University and got a degree in journalism. 
And when I was there, I, um, I ended up getting an internship with the Indiana Pacers, the NBA team. And it was like the coolest thing that has ever happened to me. Um, and we were doing like a lot of like quick hit after the game videos in the locker room. So I was like interviewing LeBron James and like all these big names athletes. And I was like, who am I? And to, and I was completely not getting paid for this either, but I like would have done it for free. It was so cool. So I got a lot of like video um, experience with that, just handling like uh, production wise, editing, and even being a little bit on camera and doing the interviewing. It was really a great experience. And it was actually the year that they went to, um, they took the Miami Heat to the to game seven in the Eastern Conference Finals. So it was like LeBron James and um, Dwayne Wade and the big three and everything. So it was really, really, it was a great season to be part of that. Um, but afterward, I was like completely like, womp, womp, like nothing was happening. I wasn't finding any work. It was like the summer of, let's see, the summer of 2013, so I think like a lot of people were still feeling like the after effects of the recession. Um, and I was just like in a bad mood. I was like bummed out and didn't know what I wanted to do, even though I had this great experience. So I ended up getting this really like crappy job at a, at a print magazine. And they hired me to do a lot of their online um, digital stuff. But their entire strategy was let's put everything that we have in the magazine online for free. And I was like, wait, how are you going to make people pay for the magazine if you're giving away the content for free online? And it was this like really bad, like I was just like frustrated all the time. And six months later, they had budget cuts. And since I was low man, I got nixed. And I remember crying in my shower that night, like, I'm failing at life. Like I, I was miserable and I was terrified. I had no money. I mean, I, I was making under $30,000 a year and I had uh, tons of student loan debt. And I was just like, what, what am I going to do? I, at that point, I, I had no choice. I went and I was in Indianapolis at the time and I ended up moving back home with my, um, my mom and dad. And my now husband, we were dating at the time, he had lived in Indianapolis with me, but we had decided once I lost my job that we didn't want to be there. So we were like, let's spend the summer figuring it out. He moved back to where we live now, Charlottesville, where he grew up. And I was up in um, New York with my parents, not New York City. <laughs> the country part of New York. <laughs> And it was actually then that summer that I was working for my dad, who is also an entrepreneur. And I started a blog and I was like, just blogging about like everything, my experience, everything. And, um, I really like fell in love with just like digital writing and content and all of it and Instagram and all of that stuff. But I was so hard on myself. I'm like, I'm 20, whatever years old, 24, 25, and I'm living at home with my parents and working for my dad. Like I'm a failure. Oh, if only I had known, like if only I had just like gone for it then, like I still beat myself up for it, but I think I needed somebody to validate me. And um, like, I needed an employer to validate me, somebody other than my family. Um, so I finally got a job in Charlottesville where my boyfriend, hus now husband, um, is. And I remember they offered me the job and it was like 
$55,000 a year. And I was like, oh my God, I'm rich. <laughs> like, I'm so, I'm going to make, I'm going to make so much money. And I was so thrilled. So it was great. It, the job was actually for video production and it was using my journalism background. I was doing like patient story testimonial um, on video um, for a hospital. And it was great. I was always like, I was out filming. I was working with the production crew and, oh, it was really fun. Um, and we ended up getting, that job ended up giving us a lot. Like I was able to, we were get, got married, bought a new car. Um, we bought a house and we had my first, our first kid all within like the first two years of that job. It was really great. Um, and then when I became a mom, it was like, everything changed. <laughs> Um, so I had my son in May of 2016 and I remember going back to work and being like, thank God, like <laughs> I'm not a stay at home mom, like, oh my gosh. And so I was really grateful I had work and I like poured my heart into it. Um, but after a year I was like, I'm still making the same amount of money. I'm getting no recognition for the, like the hard work I'm putting in and my, I have to put my son into daycare every single day. And at a year old, I was starting to really like love being a mom. Um, it was like, I don't want you to go to daycare and let them teach you the ABCs. I don't want to teach you the ABCs. Like it was really like, I remember having that thought and it was like, what could I do? What can I do? What can I do? And it was really then that the things started to um, churn in my head and I, I was really like, after like people did, I guess I said nobody recognized me, but I was like a very celebrated employee. Um, I, cause I did work my ass off. <laughs> I don't know if I can swear, but, um, I did work <laughs> butt <can>. off. <laughs> <laughs> I worked so hard. And, um, so, but so I ended up, I was like, okay, like I'm finally getting recognized. And I went up to like my manager and I, I had this whole plan. I was like, okay, I'm doing video, but we need a video department. And I like pitched this, I worked so hard on this pitch. And basically she looked at me and was like, that's never gonna happen. And I was like, wait, what, why? Like really why? And like, she couldn't give me an answer that was good enough for me. And I was like, okay, like I gotta get out of here. And um, it was just like this, this thought process, the corporate stuff, like, mm -hmm. no, we can't change. We can't do that just because we've never done that before. <laughs> and the paperwork would take too long. So I was like, whatever. So I started doing like social media as a side hustle and doing it for like my uncle's business and some other family friends. And it started being like a, a thing. And I was like, cool, this is like something, but I never really like took it anywhere. It was just like something I did on the side. Um, and then I got pregnant with my daughter in 2018 and she was born in November and this summer I was pregnant with her. I walked into my manager's office and I just started crying. Um, and I was like, and I was so embarrassed for it, but I was, I literally just, she, she was like a year or two older than me. She had a young kid. So she, I felt like she could relate and, um, I was just like, I am so unhappy. And she was like, well, maybe this just isn't what you're supposed to be doing. And like, she, she did her best as like, she was my manager. Like she wasn't my friend. She wasn't my mom friend or anything. She was just, she was my manager. And she was like, 
like this poor pregnant woman is coming to me bawling. Um, and I was like, I think at that point I was like, I need to spend more time with my son. And, um, there, she basically said, well, there's nothing we can do. And I was like, 40 hours a week is just so like, I'm like random. Why do I have to be here from eight to five? I don't know. And I started questioning all of it. So I started listening to podcasts like Jenna Kutcher and things like that. And it started being like, wait, other people are doing this. Other women are doing this. They're creating a life outside of the corporate world. I can do that. And I, I told myself, I told no one else, but I said, like, it was July. My daughter was born in November. I said, once she's born, I'm not coming back to work. And she was born November 23rd. And I remember this feeling of just like peace coming over me. I was just like, it's done. Like, I'm not, it's all done. It's all in the back. It's all in the past. Um, and I still didn't quit. I still didn't tell my husband I was quitting. Um, it wasn't until January when I got a letter from my job saying, um, hey, you're coming back on February 14th, right? When I was like, hey, like, what if I made my own business? And my husband was like, okay. And um, I called my dad because he still was, he's, he's owned his own business for 40 years. And I was like, dad, what do, you think? what do you think about this? What if I quit my job and I did this? And he was like, yeah, go for it. And I was just like, why does everybody else think I can do it? Like everybody else <laughs> is so like easy to do it. And I've been like questioning myself for a year now. Um, and I went into my boss on January 31st, 2019. And I quit and I was, gave myself six months. And I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make, I'm going to, I knew exactly how much money I needed to make to be able to support my family. Cause I was, you know, it, it's like, I cut my income in half at that point. Mm -hmm. um, well, our, our family's income and I had a newborn baby and I was the one holding the health insurance. And it was a lot, it was a lot of changes, but I just knew it was right. It was it's like looking back on it now, I don't know what overcame me. I don't know what the, the, what it was, but I just knew. And I quit my job and I went full steam ahead. So long story, but it had, I mean, I, there was no way to skip around it. Cause it really, everything kind of played into how I got there. It, and I'm, I'm really grateful for that job that I ended up quitting because it did validate me and giving me more confidence in what I was doing. And it taught me a lot and it gave me a big network of people. Um, but ultimately I was just never meant to work for somebody else. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, uh, <laughs> your story is so incredible. Oh, thank uh, you. I love that you started with, um, you know, it wasn't overnight because we often, I think, look at success with that lens. It's like, oh, well, you know, she's just lucky it just happened immediately like that could never be for me I would never have that but it's it's often so varied and the path is so windy <laughs> on your way that it's just it's not it's not as easy as it seems and I'm glad that you told the whole story yeah. because that's what made you who you are today and brought you into your, your business. And it's, it's so good. I cannot believe you worked for the Pacers and all like that whole story is incredible. Um, I thank you for sharing that because yeah. it's, 
it's so amazing. Um, so, okay. So now you, it's 2019, hubby's on board. Dad says, go get it girl. And you're like, okay, here I am. So Scout Creative was born. Tell me, tell me about your business and how that all went. Yeah, when I, so I launched Scout Creative in February of that, of 2019. And I literally, what my, my first plan of action was, I'm going to email everybody I've ever met and tell them what <laughs> I'm doing. Um, and I really didn't even have a plan. Like I was like, I'm going to just like, say I'm a full service digital marketing agency and see what comes my way, whether it's social media or video production, because I was still really intertwined and um, friends with the video production team that I uh, was working with at my previous job. And so it was like, I'll take whatever I can get. And it was really like, that was my strategy. It was like, let's just tell everybody. And slowly, but surely I started getting jobs. Like they would bring me on as a um, freelance producer for a commercial or um, write some creative for um, some advertising for another company. And I was asked to build a couple of WordPress sites. And then I do um, social media for some people. And it was like slowly like piecing these things together. And I was charging like really crappy money, but I was like, it's, it's money, like it's coming. And I think it took me hmm, four or five months to match my previous monthly Brent brought, uh, take home pay. That was my goal. Um, but it wasn't recurring income. And I was like, this is a hustle. Like this project-based stuff is a hustle. So I, um, was asked by a, one of my old colleagues, she sat on a board of one of the nonprofits in town to do, and she, and I had emailed her and she had asked me if I could do social media pr uh, promotion for a big event that they were having for their mm -hmm. uh, nonprofit, completely pro bono. And I was like, nope, I'm going to say yes to everything. And I ended up doing that. They sold out their event for the first time because of the social media work um, that we Amazing. did. And I, through that, through that free job that I got, I ended up making, getting two of my biggest contracts to date. Um, and I still work with these, these clients. Um, so I was like, I'm just, I'm doing it. I think my, I signed on with, um, as a subcontractor for an agency to do um, a huge uh, social media campaign for the Coast Guard. And I was like, who am I? Like, what is <laughs> happening? But it was just like all of these little things like started coming to me and it was just like, yes, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Yes, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Like I wasn't, I took plan B off the table. Like I quit my job and I was like, I have to do this. And it was like validation, 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 um, like little at a time. And then I got this big uh, Coast Guard contract and I was like, yes. And I remember doing the math for um, 2020, like looking at the, the contracts I had signed and it was like $5,000 more than what I was making in my nine to five. And I was like, wow, like I'm doing it. It was really exciting. Um, so yeah, so I started doing um, more social media because I felt like that was how I was going to do the, get the recurring income. I would sign con like clients on for contracts and get, you know, month over month and 
Um, that way I had, I knew I had the money coming in and that was, that whole business plan really, um, changed things for me. Cause I was like, I was able to say no to like the one-off projects because I had enough money coming in. Um, so yeah, my, <clears throat> that first year that 2019 was like a lot of just hustle. And a lot of people like say like, oh, I don't, I don't know about the hustle. I don't know about the hustle, but it's like, if I were to give you any advice, if you're starting out, it would be to say yes to everything because you don't, you can't really create a business without knowing what opportunity is out there. Like if I had said, no, I'm only doing video production, I would have lost out on so much opportunity. If I had said no to that pro bono job, I would have never gotten those two huge contracts. Like I just say, yes, if job, if money is coming your way, like be open to receive it. Um, and don't, don't be afraid that it doesn't like fit this perfectly manicured business that you thought you were going to launch because that's not how things are going to do. Like, that's not how things are going to grow. Um, you can't like say no to something that when you're still like needing more, if, if that makes sense, whether it's mm -hmm. filling your time or filling your bank account, like how, how can you say no? Like, um, and that, that was such a learning, that was such a lesson for me. It was like, wow, I signed on for this like completely free pro bono job. And through that, I got huge work from it. So I just was like, yes, 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 yes. Um, and then 2020 came and, you know, everything happened with COVID and my kids were home full time. And so I was still in this yes mode, yes mode, yes, yes mode. And by like, by June, I was so burnt out. I was making great money, but I was burnt out. Um, and I did I, that whole summer last summer, I was just kind of in like, let's just go through the motions, go through the motions. Like I was so unmotivated and uninspired. And I think a lot of people were, I was definitely going through depression, but, um, you know, like I didn't feel like I wanted to do anything in my work. It was just like, okay, it's done. Okay. It's done. Um, and then in September, I was like, I need a change. So I started this 75 hard challenge, which I don't know if you've heard it, but I have. Yeah. 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 Uh -huh. So it's like basically like do these five things every day for 75 days. And it was like working out and drinking water and reading and stuff like that. And it was like these little habits every day. And I was like, wow, by the end of that, I felt great. I was strong. I was motivated. I was inspired. I was like, if I can do that, that was hard. If I can do that, I can do other things. And so then I was like, what do I really want out? Of, it was like the end. It was holidays. Got through the holidays. I'm like, what do I really want out of 2021? And I was like, I really want to stop doing this like trading time for my money for money thing. Like, I want to start, you know, doing more passive income projects and teaching and inspiring other people to start their business like I have because I think because I'm just like I'm so freaking normal like if I can do it anybody can I have two little kids at home I am like just like this I I struggle with depression like I I'm very messy I'm like I struggle with execution I'm just like I'm not like type a um, if, but so if I can do it, you can do it. You know what I mean? I've been, I've been let go of jobs. I've been like, 
embarrassed in front of my colleagues, like all of these things that you would think that like would really tear somebody down, which has, but if, I, so it's like, if I can overcome that, you can overcome that. And so I, that was what I wanted for 2021. I wanted to start telling other people that they can do it. And no, it doesn't matter what kind of business you want to start. You can do it and you can make more money and have more freedom. And that was another thing is I just, you know, it's like, I started this job or I started this business so I could be home with my kids and have more flexibility with them. And I wasn't having that and I wasn't enjoying the time I did have with them. So I needed to refocus on that. And so this year it's been more about teaching and educating and consulting and less about doing the work. And it's changed everything. My business has almost doubled in its income for the year. Um, and I'm just, I'm still growing and it's amazing to see um, just what a mindset, mindset shift will do. So. Oh my gosh. Wow. What a journey. Like that is incredible. Thank you for your generosity and just this peek behind the curtain in your business, because I think it's so easy to look at someone's success and just assume that they're, um, you know, though they're better than me, like I'm not worthy of it. Like I, you know, struggle with anxiety or depression, or I've been laid off and like all this stuff about not being worthy. Um, and that's, I mean, that's something I struggle with personally. It's just like, who, who am I to be doing this? Like, who am I to have a podcast? Who am I to like start my own business? And, but it's, I think it's something we all work with and it probably doesn't ever really go away. Like it's just kind of permeating the back of your mind and it's like when you do challenges like 75 hard and things that push you past that resistance and that you know that little inkling in the back of your mind is like you can't do this it's like yes I can (laughs) just reinforcing that um it's amazing and I love what you said about um having to say yes so you can kind of filter through the things as they come through to get a clear picture of what your business is is you're saying if you like you said if you would have said no to that pro bono project you're like well I'm not getting paid so I'm not doing that you would have never had those clients those huge contracts that you weren't like like gifted basically from that experience like so good it's so amazing to look back and like be like wait what like and to like figure like to figure out the path and the journey that you've gone through and I think about this a lot with like heartbreak or like a breakup Um, when you're like 10 years past it or like even like a year past it you can see why that didn't work out like I know I wasn't supposed to be with him because I met you know whoever but yeah um, and it's the same in business too but um, like a lot of a lot of people just like will will think that failure is like this like ultimate oh like give up and quit and you know, there's like the whole Thomas Edison thing where, you know, he, he, it's really like, it's so corny to like, to quote him, but he's like, I didn't fail. He's like, I didn't fail. I just learned 99 ways not to make a light bulb. And it's like, if you flip failure on your head, on its head, and you think, wow, that I learned from that, then it's a greater learning lesson than success is. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just always, gifted success or handed success without earning it or learning from it like then you're just kind of I mean it's it's not fun it's a bad like it's truly like truly true that the bad days make the good days better like because you have to have that something to compare it to Mm. um 
So yeah, well, you, I'm such a quote person, like a lyric person. So I'm always looking for that stuff. But um, I, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Like I look back at 2019 and it's completely a blur because I was like, who am I? But I was, I would just was like, I have to be uncomfortable because I have to grow this. Like I have no other option. Failure is, and failure for me was like, not, not making money. It can't happen. I have to, I have a new baby. I have a son. I have, you know, my, my, we have a mortgage and all this stuff. So I, I was like, I, like now I'm like, Ooh, I don't know. I'm back in my comfort zone a little bit. Like, I don't know if I could step back out, but I'm sure I could if I had to. Um, but yeah, like, oh my gosh, that's such a, that's such a thing I want new entrepreneurs to know is like, just say yes. Like you never know who is watching or listening. And that's crazy. Like you never know that you could, you could, your next big client could be watching you're real or you're watching your Instagram stories and like slowly just, you know, learning about you and being like, I want to work with them and I want to pay them to work. And so it's like, why not put yourself out there? If that opportunity is like knocking at your door. You just yeah. you don't know. So it's kind of exciting. It sounds really creepy now that I hear myself saying it, but it's not creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting. It's exciting because these people want to pay you to do a service for them or a product or whatever you're selling. Like, so you got to put yourself out there. You have to be uncomfortable. Yeah. 100%. And I, I, that's hilarious. What you just said, it's not <laughs> creepy because we, we pay people. We don't pay businesses. We, we build relationships. We're not, it's not sales. I mean, that's where it comes from, of course. And that's the transaction, but it's like, we're like, I, I'm working with you, Erica, like, I'm not working with your business like that. And that's what social media does. And it's so beautiful because it just, it almost like removes that first layer of barrier where, you know, people are looking for a service. It's like, well, I already know Erica. Yeah. So I'll just reach out to her and it makes it so much easier. Yeah, it's true. And that's, that's, and that's, I get like, that's exactly what I say to people about getting on social media or building a business of any kind. It's like, you're not building a business. They, people can learn how to use social media for anybody out there. What I will give you is me and I'll give you my, my, I'll give you transparency. You'll learn, you'll learn about my failures. Like I'm very honest. And like my, my whole thing is building relationships. Like you're not, if you want to go viral, I'm not your girl. <laughs> I tell you, I'll tell you that right now. If you want to go viral and get 50,000 new followers overnight, I don't, first of all, think that's possible. <laughs> Maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> but second of all, I am not going to teach you that. I don't know those skills. I don't have those skill sets. What I have is, and I believe in is relationship building. And I always tell this story about my dad. And it's so funny because he's been an entrepreneur now for 40 years. He's been in the same business. He's like literally bought this business out of high school and has been building it for 40 years now. Um, and, you know, he's very successful. He had a great childhood. He's, you know, done wonderful things with it. But he, he, does not have a website. He does not have branding. He does not have social media. He doesn't have any of that. He has built his business solely on relationships mm -hmm. and word of mouth and he continues to grow. 
because that's what truly matters in business. It's not about what color your Instagram grid is. I will tell you this, your Instagram grid, and if it's like pretty, has absolutely no correlation to the amount of money that you're going to make, none. So stop wasting your time on it. <laughs> it means nothing. If it's stressing you out, you can let go. You have my permission. Um, so that's, I mean, there's your, there's your lesson right there. Technology in general is supposed to help us and supposed to support us and make things easier to scale. So there is a use for it. And I'm not telling you that there's not, but if you really think about business and social media, social media has been around 10, 15 years. A business has existed since the beginning of time in some form. And so it's, we're still in its infancy. We're still in the infancy of social media and what it can do for business, which is exciting in a way, but it's also like kind of freeing. Like mm -hmm. we don't, we don't need to worry about that. I always tell people this too, when they come to me and they're like, I'm, I'm struggling. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, as a business owner and a social media expert, as I brand myself as sold absolutely $0 through my website through my Instagram or through my Facebook, the first year and a half of my business. It was not like, there was absolutely not how I was making money. I was putting myself out there. I was going to networking events. I was doing pro bono projects. I was talking to people that I hadn't talked to in five years. I was telling people to tell people what I was doing. That's how it ended up like getting, that's how I ended up getting paid to do what I was doing. And then it was like, okay, now I have some confidence and, I'm, and I can start focusing on this content creation. My husband's in the front, sorry. <laughs> I don't want him to bang the door. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> but I don't like it, that's now I can focus on the content creation and the, and the automation and the things like that and build my business and be able to scale it. But when I'm just starting out, I need to be proactive about things. Mm -hmm. I need to talk about things. I need to tell people what I'm doing. I need to just, I do, I need to do more than just put something on Facebook one time or go on Instagram stories and talk about it one time. I need to follow up. I need to send emails. I need to like email, like I, do, I spent hours of my time going on LinkedIn and looking at people who are like, they were hiring for full-time employees and emailing them and saying, hey, did you know you could hire me for a fraction of this cost and you could get better results? Like I would- That's so <laughs> good. Hustling. Um, and I really like, it's so until you get that like validation or like that foundation of your business, it, it's okay to let like the, the strategy of the Instagram and the Facebook go. Um, and like I was saying, technology is supposed to be like a support thing for you. So if you're stressed out because you don't understand Instagram or you don't understand Facebook or whatever, don't do it. <laughs> it's supposed to make things easier for you. Mm -hmm. So if it's making your life or making your business harder, let go. It's okay. Move on. Like, and then figure out what your goal today is to make money. That's what I say. So how, what is the first thing that you need to do to make money? And most of the time it's putting something out there to, as an offer and you can put an offer out there. You can stand at the grocery store and offer somebody something. Mm. And get for it. Yeah. 
that has nothing to do with being online, has nothing to do with having a pretty website. Like you can stand in your grocery store, you can go to the like side of the road and offer people to wash their car and get paid to do it. It has nothing to do with what, what, how many followers you have. So um, I can't, I can't stress that enough though. It, it, it's technology, social media, and all of that is meant to support your business. And that's where I can help you do things. But if you're thinking that you can get an Instagram account and start making money, it's a little bit like, it's a little bit more than that. You have to build trust and you have to build relationships and people aren't going to just like see you one time and like buy from you. You have to think about yourself as a consumer too. Like you're not buying from random companies. You have to be like engaged with them, see their ad a few times, like look at their photos. Like what's their brand? How does their branding make you feel? Then maybe you'll visit their website and you'll get a feel for their pricing structure and like all of that stuff. And then you'll be like, okay, I'm going to buy. But it's very rarely do we make a purchase just based on like, oh, that's a pretty Instagram feed. I mean, if ever, right? Like <laughs> if ever. So yeah, I, I can't, I can't stress that enough. Like if you, it, when we're talking about social media, we're talking about relationship building and it doesn't take, it does, it takes more than one time to build a relationship. Um, it takes usually a few weeks, several months, maybe before somebody goes, okay, I'm going to buy from you. Yeah. Um, and, th but then the thing is, is once they buy from you, usually they'll buy from you again and again, because they do trust you. And then you give them a quality product and they're, they're lifelong, they're a lifelong customer, but you kind of have to be in it for the long game. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for the permission to let go of the pretty feed. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so, it's so stressful. I think we see these like gorgeously curated IGs and they're, they're just, oh, they're so pretty. I could never do that. That must take so much time. Like, I don't even know what I would post. Like, it's just like, okay, first of all, it's not supposed to make it harder, like you said. Uh, second of all, just freaking post something. Like, it's okay. Like, just to get started. Like, that's, it's so valuable and important just to know, like, you, you got to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. And it takes way more than that one post, like your whole life and job and income are not writing on that one single post because, or story or reel or whatever the heck you're doing, because people have to come back more than once to like, it's, I think there's a study that says something like seven people need seven touches to your offer before they will actually buy. And so you've yeah. got to, you've got to be basically priming your audience and IG is a way to do that. It's a tool in your kit. Or, or Facebook or whatever you're using. You know, I, I just like to use the, and I think maybe you do too, like you like Instagram. And so that's what I talk about too, but yeah. it's, it's, so it's one of the, it's one of the tools in your kit. Yeah. You have to think about Instagram as like an old school TV ad or a radio ad. Like it's the same thing. Um, the exciting part about Instagram or Facebook or any social media for that matter is that one, it's free. And two, you get to be in front of your audience at a like massive amount. You don't have to pay for a 30 second uh, ad that may air one time in a 30 minute show then mm -hmm. hope that your target audience is seeing it. You get to get on stories and that's really like one of the best tools out there. You get to be on stories and talk to your audience every single day. And that is so, that's going to speed up that seven 
um, that it is, it's called the rule of sevens and, um, and marketing, but that's going to speed it up. That's going to speed up the journey of taking your, um, you know, some passive audience member into a paying customer because you're going to show up and, and build trust with them over time. Um, so instead of having them, you know, wait, wait, Oh, maybe they hear you on the radio. Maybe they see you on TV. Maybe they see a billboard, like all these old school, traditional uh, marketing tools. Now you get to literally show up every day, morning, noon, and night, if you want to. So that's exciting. Um, and that's why it's so important. And that's why there's so much growth potential because you just, you can, you get to own this media and this marketing platform and advertise for yourself every day, all day, um, and, and reach your target audience on top of that. You're not just like hoping and praying. And then on top of that, you also get real time analytics and insights to see how your posts are performing or how your stories are performing so that if they kind of bomb you, you don't have to wait you know, for another ad cycle <laughs> to launch something. You can literally go the next day and like, fix it <laughs> or yeah. post something else and, and see if that one works. Um, and you get to do that in real time. So that's why, that's why Instagram is so beneficial and Facebook, but it's because it's real time and it's all the time. Um, and, and that's also why it can be really overwhelming um, and, and trying to figure it out. But if we're talking about how to use it beneficially for our business, that's like unbeatable and completely unprecedented in mark in the history of marketing. Um, so there's so much strategy that goes on behind it too. It's not just about posting and I call it post and pray. We're not just <laughs> like we're, we're being strategic and we're thinking about content and looking at our analytics and figuring out what our audience is engaging with versus what they are not engaging with and, and looking what gets saved and what gets shared and who's commenting and what, and what are they commenting and what time of day. And so that's all the stuff that I teach and it's all, it all works together. There is not one thing, like if you post at 8am, but you use no hashtags and your content's crap, you're not going to do great. Right. <laughs> but if you have like great content, but you're not using hashtags and you post at three in the morning, like, you know, I do. like it all kind of works together. And so that's what I teach is this strategy behind using this platform to build your business and find your audience and convert them into paying customers. I love that. There's, there's just so much value in this free tool basically to reach your, your customers and you get real time feedback from them. And that's exactly. all it is. And it's kind of, for me, at least, it's kind of exciting because you're getting to like test things. It's like, okay, let's, let's try this. Like, let's try this time of day. Like what time is my customer or my client on? Well, post a few things, yeah. see what happens. I think that's what's so exciting about being an entrepreneur or business owner in general. Um, like going back to my nine to five job, like I was sold this bill of goods that like, oh, in this job, like you get to try things and like rarely, if ever, did I ever get to try new things and like fail and then learn from it. But like now I get to do whatever I want, act a fool on reels if I want to, or, you know, add value where I want to and try exactly what you're saying. Try new things and tested the waters with my audience. And if it works, it works. Great. I'll do more of it. If it doesn't work. Okay. Well, I won't do more of it. Like that's what's so amazing about this. And I don't have to spend a dollar 
trying it either. I can just try it. Like I, I have this free platform that I get to see exactly who's watching and when. Um, and that is so valuable as a business owner, but also just being able to be creative and, you know, test the waters. Oh my gosh, it's invaluable. And I think that, um, I think that's what I want to pitch to people like about being a business owner is like, oh my gosh, I was always so like embarrassed about this, about being the person that would put out work if it, even if it was mediocre, like I would just be like, well, it's done. You know, like that was more or less how I was like, it's done. It's out there. And I was, <laughs> it, 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 was, it wasn't sloppy or bad. It was good, but it wasn't perfect. It was rarely perfect. And I would always feel very embarrassed or like, um, you know, I need to try harder. I need to be better. It needs to be better. It needs to be better. But now as a, as my own business owner, what I'm thinking and feeling, and, and we were talking about this before is like, I get these instincts. I get these like inspired feelings and I get to act on them right away. And they are rarely perfect. I mean, never, never, perfect. <laughs> but they're out there. And I, I'm getting paid for these ideas, right? I'm like, I I was talking to you before. I was sitting on a on the treadmill the other day and I was thinking about like, what do I want to do this summer? And what 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 do people need? Like, what do my what does my audience need? And this whole idea came to me. And I was just like, okay. And I got my notepad out on my phone and I was just blah, 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 blah. I wrote it all out. <clears throat> and when I got home, I didn't even shower from the gym. I just like got to work on my sales page and like put it on my Instagram. I actually, I think I put it on my Instagram while I was on the treadmill still. Like, I'm like, I'm doing this. If you're interested, DM me. Like I had no sales page or nothing. Amazing. I, I didn't even have like a name for it figured out yet. I was just like, this is, this is my gut feeling telling me I should go for it. Within two or three days, I had two purchases. Like, I think that what, if there's a lesson to be learned as a business owner, it's like, listen to your gut and don't overthink it because it doesn't matter. It doesn't need to be perfect. And so, <laughs> you know, there's this validation almost that it's like, you're allowed to be not me, not me. I don't want to be <laughs> mediocre, but like your stuff or like the stuff that you are doing, like your content, it's okay if it's like misspelled, not, <laughs> but like mediocre, messy. It's okay. It's okay to figure it out as you go. Um, and if anything, like the things that I have like overthought and like waited on have been complete flunks or failures because I have overthought it. And so I've learned more and more to like really listen to my gut. And when I'm feeling that in inspiration to just go for it. Um, another example of that is like my membership. I had no intention of ever launching a membership, but I was having this conversation and, and it came out of frustration where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm getting bombarded by at every angle. I'm getting emails, DMs, Facebook messages, everything. As people asking me questions about things. And I'm like, I don't know how to feel this. Um, and I'm getting stressed out. <clears throat> and so I was just like, huh, maybe I just have a Facebook group where I answer these questions in one place and they pay to be a part of it. <laughs> and I launched that within 24 hours. I had 15 people signed up for it. Amazing. And now we have over 30 members. So 
I really like, I love that idea of like hearing people like, oh, I have an idea. I'm going to act. Don't think, don't think about it. Just do it. Um, the other day I was like on a, I was on a live training and somebody was like, what do I, where do I go first with my offer? And I was like, have you been sitting on this offer? Like you've just been sitting on this idea. How long? And you've been thinking about, well, what do I do? Do I post it on Facebook or do I put it on Instagram or do I send it in my email list? I was like, do all of it. Why are you not screaming your offer to the root, like on the rooftops? Like tell people about it because you're not going to get paid until it's out there. And then, you know, you're, you're, you'll be surprised at how little people care about the photo that you included or the branding or the, any of the misspellings, the grammar. If people care about the grammar, you're not my people. I love this. <laughs> Thank you for being out there. We all need people looking at grammar, but I, you're not, maybe, maybe you just don't want to work with me. That's okay. But <laughs> I'm kidding. But like, it doesn't, none of that matters. If you have, if you have value to add, put it out there. I, I can't stress it enough. Like you all have a gift. And if you are feeling like a gut feeling, that is your, 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 the universe telling you, go do it. And um, I think you would be really surprised at the return that you get on that. Like just that, okay, I'm gonna do it, jump in. It's so exciting and terrifying, but it's always like the best feeling afterwards. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I'm feeling just so inspired. Just by <laughs> was, like just talking with you. Thank you so much. So many gems. Um, I just I love how you said it's like you're not making money if you're not putting an offer out there. And these, um, these, you know, thoughts like how, Oh, where do I, where do I put my offer? Who do I, who do I tell it to? Like, what picture do I use? What, what's the copy say? Like, what should I call it? Oh, I don't know. And those are, those perpetuate procrastination, I think. And, you know, for like, for me, I, I think maybe we're uh, similar in this way. It's like the more I procrastinate on something, the more I overthink it and the lower the energy of the offer, like it's almost palatable. You can really tell the difference between something that's like inspired and you're like, I'm just putting it out there. Come on, people. I'm ready for you versus like, well, I sat on this for three months and I perfected the copy 50 times. Um, but here you go. And then it's like crickets. <laughs> It's so true. And like, it's, oh my goodness, I can, I can think of like half a dozen people right now, like that. I just like, you can feel energy. Like you can feel the energy on with wherever you see them. If you're reading their email, like you can feel it. And I would rather buy from somebody who is like, Hey, I couldn't fall asleep last night. Cause I had this really brilliant idea. I'm trail I'm still trying to figure out the details of it, but what do you think? I'd rather be like, I'm on it. Like I'm in with this, than this like very like perfection. Like, I don't know. Like I'm just like that. I'm, I'm, I'm all about the passion and excitement. Um, and, and I'm all about people like going for it because I feel like if I hadn't gone for it, if I hadn't taken that risk, I wouldn't be where I am. <clears throat> and I, I want to just touch on something that you said, like you said, we're not making money, or I said, and then you, you repeated it, but we're, you're not making money if your offer isn't out there. And like, I think there's also this thing, especially with women and um, women in business that it's like talking about money is like yucky. Um, and we don't, you know, 
maybe it's yucky and like there's some stigma attached to it or maybe we just think we're not worthy of making money or maybe like there's some negative something negative attached to to money and i've been working with um, like a one-on-one business coach about my money mindset Mm-hmm. And she said something to me that I just repeat to myself, money is neutral. Money is, is, it's just something, it's a necessity that we need, right? We need it to be, to live, to drive in our car, like all of these things. It's, it's something that we need. Like we have children, we need money to bring them to the doctor, all of these things. Like, so money isn't bad or good. If you're good and you have money, then you'll be, you'll do good things with money. If you're bad and you have money, you'll do bad things with money. It's just, we get this, but we have this like negativity that we, that we surround ourselves with around money. And, and, and I kind of feel like an imposter talking about this because I still struggle with my money mindset, but it's important to think about it as that way, because it's, it is neutral and it's okay to build, to make money. And when we're talking about building a business, like, isn't that really the end game at the, like, isn't it all about making money? Like, Maybe there's other things like freedom of time or freedom of creativity or, you know, being able to follow your passion. That's all, that's all true. But at the end of the day, like I want to make a lot of money doing that because I want to be able to, A, touch as many lives as I can and inspire them. But B, I want to have the money to be able to spend the time doing things that I love because if I'm full and I'm happy and I'm inspired because I'm doing things that I love doing and spending time with my family, then I can give more. And that's what I want to do. Like, so it's all like very cyclical and it's all attached to this. So it's okay to like, tell yourself, I'm going to put the offer out there and I'm going to make money because of it, because then you get validation that it's something people will pay for. And you get validation that you they want to pay you to do it. Um, so it's, you know, I, I really think that it's such an important thing to really like, think about why do you, why do you have negative thoughts about money? And why do I feel weird about celebrating, you know, successes in my business that are related to money? Um, and there's like a lot of work to be done with that around female entrepreneurs. Um, so I just like hope that this like starts a conversation about that, but I want to tell you, like, it's totally okay to make money. It's, uh, I want, (laughs) I have so many, like, I want, you know, some of the things that I want to do with money have nothing to do with me, like, or the things I want to buy. It's like, I want to send my kids to college one day and not have them burdened with student loans. Like that has been something that has been, you know, part of my adult life. And I don't want that for my kids. And that's okay. Like that is such a like oh my god if I can do that like I would feel like the best mom ever (laughs) but um there's just they're like there's things like that 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 have nothing to do with you know me um but if in the meantime I can also do what I love and make money like I'm I'm in um so and you know I could talk about that all day but there's also like going back to my nine to five job and like getting this fifty five thousand dollar a year uh, salary. It's like, oh my God, that was life-changing at the time. But I was making, I worked there five years and I made, you know, maybe at the end 60,000. So I was like $1,000 raise every year. Whereas in two years I've doubled that. So amazing. it's like, oh my God, there's so much flexibility and freedom that comes with working for yourself. And I just, all you have to do is just go for it. 
put it out there and you'd be amazed at how the universe just responds and gives it gives it back and gives you validation that that's what you're supposed to be doing yeah oh my gosh so many things that you said I'm just like <laughs> throwing my hands up amen <laughs> It's so good. And just, you know, thanks for saying too, that you, you know, something you're still working with yourself because it's like, it's a constant process to tell ourselves a new story, especially about money. It's, I think everybody's got a money story, be it, you know, if you think about your first, um, your first uh, memory of money, like it, like some people have really bad memories and, and some not so good, but it's like if you can kind of like, oh, okay, that's where I'm moving from. And remember that it's just a resource. It's just right. a resource to move through the world. And as you said, bad people with money will do bad things. Good people with money will do good things. Yeah. And the thing that you said about sending your kids to college, like not only are you going to feel amazing, those kids are going to feel amazing. And their money story when they're moving out into the world is going to be different. And it just ripples and ripples and ripples. Like that's so powerful. Yes. Yeah. It's so true. It's this like, um, generational thing that we're trying to change. And, um, you know, as much as like, I want to make money, I also don't want to work my day away. You know, I'm I'm tired of attaching like work with money too. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that I'm in this place, my business and my life where I want more time, um, and less work. And that's okay for me to say too. Um, Mm -hmm. like I, I want to be able to touch people's lives and, 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 and help them achieve their goals as well. But I also want to just like spend time with my husband and, you know, like, um, and, and, um, like I was saying, it's like, it's all about being fulfilled in yourself and doing the things that you love. Um, and that way you can be able to give, um, more. So it's really like, there's a lot of like introspection or introspective thought and, and personal development that goes out along with being an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's amazing how, like, once you decide to jump in, like how, and you up level one part of your life, like how other things will kind of meet that, that new baseline. Um, like my, you know, if you t- like, I, I go to the gym every day. I work, I eat really clean. Like my, my health has up leveled. <laughs> Um, my parenting has up leveled because I'm, I'm trying to be, I'm trying, I say it's up leveled. I'm trying. It's hard. They're little, they're toddlers. Yeah. They drive me crazy sometimes, but it's, <laughs> it's like, but I'm more patient with them and I'm more present with them and I'm a better wife and a better, you know, daughter and all of these things, because I started paying attention and I'm like, when I first, when I first started my job and I quit. Um, or when I first started my business, I quit my job. I had to like really start looking at my finances and like before it was like all passive. It was like every two weeks I knew I got a paycheck, mm-hmm. but now it's like, I have to pay attention and see what's going out and what's coming in and where's it all going and what are we really like overspending on? Where can we save? And honestly, it was like with, once you like pay attention to that, it's like, it grounds you and it opens up this whole like it actually gives you more space and like more freedom and flexibility because you're aware. And that's like the same thing with, uh, with habits. Like if you, I really highly recommend you, anyone read on atomic habits by Mm -hmm. here. So good. Oh my God. I like drooled over that book because it was all about like, if you're a creative person, like 
setting up a schedule every day has nothing to do with like lack of spontaneity or lack of creativity. It's like, if you set up a schedule and those become habits, then you actually clear up space to do the create the creative stuff because the things that are like non-negotiables are just done and you set aside the time for them. You haven't been like, you haven't sat on your couch for two hours. Oh, I should go to the gym. I should go to the gym. It's like, no, just wake up and go. It's second nature. And now you have those two hours that you would waste on the couch to do other things. Um, so highly recommend reading that book. It's such a, it's such a game changer in, in terms of like the way that you think about scheduling and, and things like that. Cause I was always like, Oh, I'm spontaneous. I'm a creator. Like I don't need, <laughs> I don't need a schedule, but it's really changed my productivity in ways that I never thought would happen. So I'm going on a tangent now, but these are just some life lessons that I've learned as an entrepreneur um, in the last couple of years that I just like would love to pass along to somebody is like, you know, get in, get in the routine. Um, routine is huge huge for babies and it's huge for entrepreneurs. <laughs> so get in a routine, um, take care of your body. Um, and then like, make sure that you're having like a good work-life balance because being an entrepreneur too, can be really, it can be, um, addicting to like work all the time. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> that can be as equally unhealthy. Um, you don't have to, you can actually, it's okay. Like I work less now. I work I'm more productive, mm. um, but I don't work 40 hours a week, you know? Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff, but being an entrepreneur is like, it's like a whole lifestyle change for sure. And it's really, there's a lot of personal development work that is just like so fulfilling to look into. Mm. Oh my gosh. I just love everything that you had to say. It's, it's like you said, it's just, it's just this whole lifestyle shift. Yeah. You're, you know, it's, it's, a, it's not modeled for us in a lot of ways. It just, as it's like societal culture, obviously could be different too, based on like your, like your family, um, how, how that was modeled, but you know, the, the, the 40 hour work week model, you know, based in manufacturing and, you know, yeah. the industrial age, like, okay. So <laughs> I, I now sit at a desk, you know, for 40 hours, like, how does that correlate? Um, how does that, um, uh, encompass when I'm most creative during the day. Yeah. And it, you know, there's just so many things that kind of go by the wayside when you're able to step into your own space and your own business and figure out when you're productive. And what's most important is like, I've got to go to the gym the first you know, part of my day, and then I'm able to make space for everything else. So those are just so generous and really, really amazing to share with people that are, you know, like me, like just stepping into this journey. And, um, you know, I know a lot of our, our the people out there that are listening are feeling so like pumped and like fired up. <laughs> Good. That's my girl. Yeah, I love it. I love it so much. So you have some really cool things coming up. Um, I'd love to hear about it. And of course, we'll share links with everybody yeah. too. So tell us about it. Yeah, so this summer, I'm doing what I'm calling the summer workshop series. I know very innovative name, but was the thing that this was the thing that was born on the treadmill. Um, Amazing. And my my goal here with the is three 90 minute um, workshops, uh, one each month, June, July and August. 
to get you to a, a place where your business, your online business is, has the foundation um, where you can earn $5,000 recurring month over month. And I know that if you got to that, a lot of people, if you got to that threshold in your business, you would be able to quit your day job. And that's my goal. Um, <laughs> I'm doing it this summer because I have a lot of teachers who are like, I don't want to go back to the classroom. Mm -hmm. I think that's born out of a lot of the stresses from COVID this last year, which sure. I, I, my mom's a teacher, my best friend's a teacher. Like I, my heart is just goes out to you. You're like, oh my God, I could never do what you do. But so my, my goal with this, these three workshops is to give you the foundation to get to that threshold, that 5k recurring and <clears throat> learn the, the strategies to uh, build your business online. So that workshop series is, well, you can eat, you might each individual class for a hundred bucks, or you can buy the bundle for, for all three classes for 250. Um, and yeah, this, I mean, that's like such a value bomb. Like, oh my gosh, I'm giving you everything that I learned in the, my first two years of business, like just giving it to you for a 250. Like Amazing. if there was anything I could do and go back Oh, I would learn. I would take some classes from other people because I always thought I had to do it myself, um, which is a good thing and a bad thing. Like problem solving is a good thing. But now I'm at this place where I'm like, I want to learn from the people who've already done it. So I yeah. want to give you that my knowledge and all of the lessons that I've learned. Um, so yeah, so that's called the summer workshop series. And we're doing um, the first one is called marketing your business online. So we're going to talk about like building your website, your social media, branding, um, all of that stuff, like the real tech, mm -hmm. like how do we do it kind of thing. Then uh, the one in July, the second one is called five steps to 5k. And we're going to really, I'm going to give you like the exact strategies I have for making five, your first 5k and then doing it month over month. And then on, um, in August, we're going to talk about content creation and how to uh, create content that converts. So, you know, I want you to get to a place where people are DMing you and being like, how do I work with you? And we're going to start, I'm going to teach you exactly how to create that content so that people are like blowing you up and, and wanting to pay you yeah. to, um, to work with you. So yeah, that's, uh, that's what's coming up. I also, um, I also have my monthly membership. It's called open for business and, um, I am running well right now, uh, founding member prices. $47. Um, and that ends on the Monday, May 31st, because I'm upping the price to 67. So if you want to get in at founding member, you'd be grandfathered in forever at that price, which Amazing. that's crazy. That's such, but that was like my beta thing. Like I, I was like, okay. And now people are like into yeah. it. So I'm going to up my price and I'm okay with that. Um, but we do things like, um, like monthly goal, like monthly challenges. I'm doing a goal setting workshop with them tonight. Um, I'm do, I do mini trainings pretty much every week. And then we do, I host a, a Q and a session every week. Amazing. So, so yeah, you have access to me and, um, all of the questions you have about tech and social media and online business. So that's a really awesome thing. And then I also have some other like court pre-recorded courses, um, that you can check out. Um, I have one on starting up your social media for business. So it's like basic social media 101. And then I also have a course on how to make reels, which is only 20 bucks. And honestly, it walks you right through how to make a reel, how to promote it and how to get like in front of thousands of people on Instagram. Amazing. I've had 
almost a hundred people take that course. And I have one, one of my students who took that course has her a real, has over a hundred thousand views on it. Oh my gosh. From a $20 course. A $20 course. So it's like, I want to take credit for it, but she's also awesome. So, but it's like, that's the potential of reels right there. So, yeah. So there's a lot of stuff. It's all on my website. You can check it out. It's ericagregory.com. And I have all of my offers right there. And if you just want to work with, if you want to have any questions and about how to work with me or whatever, you can find me on Instagram. It's at Erica J Gregory and Erica's with a C. Or you can email me at erica at scoutcreativeagency.com. Well, I, I have a feeling that you're about to get a bunch of DMs and some emails <laughs> um, from people that are listening because this conversation was incredible. I, I personally got so much from it and your heart and your beautiful energy is just absolutely radiating right oh. now. So I just want to thank you so much. Like, I want to thank you. I This is my first podcast interview and I feel so lucky to have been asked and I am so excited to have been able to talk to you today so oh, oh my gosh well I would have thought you'd done this a million times you seem like a pro <laughs> I just like to talk <laughs> <laughs> me too so we're perfect for each other <laughs> okay cool we'll include all the links um and uh we'll get this up really soon and I'm so 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 thrilled to have spent this time with you thanks again Thanks for listening to Third Eye on the Prize. Got an idea or something to share with Jessica? DM her on Instagram at at jessicacross.co and let her know what's on your mind. We're so grateful for your support, especially as a small woman-led business. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time.